Father Peter Mary Rookie was ordained 51 years ago into the Order of Servants of Mary, OSM, and was one of the seven American Servites who founded Bemberg Priory in County Tyrone in 1947. Father Rookie was the second prior at Benberg, and when people started coming there to seek his blessing, they found it had great power. The word got around that people were coming to Father Rookie to get blessed and were being healed, and before long there were busloads of people traveling to the priory to be blessed and services had to be held outside because the chapel was not big enough to hold the crowds. There was no one more surprised by what was happening than Father Rookie himself, and he spent five years at Benberg before he went to Rome. Each day, Father Rookie spends at least three hours in prayer, saying the Dola Rosary, which is the seven sorrows of Our Lady, the Divine Mercy Chaplet, the Litany, morning and evening prayers, and his own prayers. New duties assigned him did not allow much healing time for the next 35 years. The 76-year-old Servite father now resides in Chicago, but his healing ministry takes him to many countries. Father Rookie first went to Medjugorje about seven years ago, and he was there for the 10th year anniversary. It was in Medjugorje that he met the Swatra couple Mr. and Mrs. John Gunning during a visit in 1986. And four years ago, he made his first journey to their hometown for a healing service. He has returned every year since, and thousands flock to wherever he is. He arrived in, arrived in Dublin on the 9th of July, and each day he has held healing services, which have taken him to Dublin, Bemberg, Belfast, and many other towns in Ireland. While he was in Swatra, he thanked the Bishop of Deary, Most Reverend Dr. Edward Daly, and the parish priest, Reverend James Dowdy, for allowing him to hold the healing service. He also thanked all the groups that participated. Father Rookie concluded with a special word of thanks to Mr. and Mrs. Gunning and to Mr. Reggie Donnelly of Belfast, who organized the venues. tell of the healings of Jesus in Ireland. An American priest famous for performing healing miracles have attracted thousands of people to masses throughout Ireland. Has been claimed, claimed during the ceremonies the blind see and the lamb walk. Father Peter Mary Rookie, a Servite priest from Chicago, 
began his tour of Ireland last month, June 1991. Flocked to services Belfast, Lamb, North Atron, Dion, and other services in the South. Healings were witnessed and according to the friends of Father Rookie, miracles really do happen. Reggie Donnelly from Dunbarry, who coordinated the NI visit and his accompanied the priest on previous visits here said that many people that have received the gift of healings after a laying of hands. I understand, Father, there was two youth, two children that is, a two-year-old and a seven-year-old, and um, they had a malignant brain tumor, and medically nothing could be done for them, but after he was... That's right, uh, Margaret. Uh, now that um, uh, we uh, have answered you, I would just like to interject here that it's uh, such a great uh, and exciting joy for us to be invited by you to um, uh, tell about what Jesus has been doing uh, recently in Ireland. And of course, this is just a continuation of what has been happening for many, many years in um, our uh, many uh, pilgrimages to Ireland and for the healing services, beginning and way back in 1948. Um, some uh, witness has also and, uh, spoken not only of this seven-year-old with the brain tumor, malignant brain tumor, uh, who was completely healed uh, in this, uh, uh, on this occasion. But um, a lady, and this is an interesting healing that you don't hear of very often, uh, who had not left her home for 18 years uh, she had been suffering from what is known as agoraphobia. <clears throat> she came to a recent healing service there in, in Ireland and told us how she is going to visit now her daughter in Australia. And that we have uh, my friend, Mr. Reggie Donnelly, as witness for that. Father, I understand that uh, you are accompanied on this uh, trip by a witness who is Heather Dun Duncan, is that correct? Yes. Uh, yes, she's a Scottish nurse um, who came to Medjugorje last October the 2nd, and um, she had been in a wheelchair since 1985, which... Uh, uh, was um, uh, occasioned by an accident she had as a nurse. She is a nurse. Um, Heather Duncan is a nurse and uh, uh, a very 
heavy patient uh, fell upon her by accident and crushed her spine and severed her uh, the um, the cords in her spine and um, uh, so she was uh, confined since 1985 to a wheelchair and had a steel harness um, on her torso. <clears throat> I understand, Father, that um, Heather Duncan's healing now is documented. Oh, yes. Uh, in fact, um, uh, as you can see in the uh, paper uh, there, the um, Down and Connor Herald, which has a, a, um, a big write-up on her and many other uh, healings in Ireland, um, uh, she um, uh, is featured, and uh, we're both featured, in fact, in a, a BBC, or rather Scottish TV, um, this uh, uh, documentary that they made this year in, in um, uh, Passion Week, the week before Easter, uh, called Working Miracles. And that tells uh, the story very well uh, in, uh, in movie fashion. Uh, so I hope that this will be on the uh, TV in America as well shortly. It was uh, shown the first time in Britain and Ireland and Scotland and uh, Wales uh, on the first Sunday of June of this year. But um, uh, Heather uh, claimed before the documentary was made, the producers of the film asked permission for a medical team to examine me, and they found the same results as other doctors. My spine, and this is a second miracle you, should, you could say, my spine is still crushed. And technically, I should still not be able to walk. Isn't that something? <clears throat> and this is the way she describes it uh, in a, a testimony uh, that she gave uh, in Ireland. I'll just uh, read it for you if you wish. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, she had gone to, on uh, the 31st of September last year, 1990, on a pilgrimage to Medjugorje, a pilgrimage of thanksgiving for all the blessings God in, had given her. She was in her wheelchair, and she went with her husband's blessing uh, and all that. And she uh, was... Uh, explaining why she was giving thanks, she said in November of 1989, the year before, I read an article about Padre Pio's life, and by the time I had finished it, I realized that I had been given a special gift from God, the apostolate of suffering. Very few people are given 
that gift and that privilege. And when her friends who had traveled with her to Medjugorje told her about the healing services that we were conducting, Heather refused to go. And she goes on to tell, I believed Jesus could heal me, but I genuinely believed that he did not want to heal me after going through years of operations that did not work. I never asked, why did God do this to me? It was just an accident. I really felt that God did not do it to me, though I believed I was being used, and I believed that I would find out one day what I was being used towards, says Heather. Heather. She added, when I had decided why I knew, my friends wanted to take me to a healer. I thought this was going against God's plan, and I did not want to do it. I told them that I was going to the Hill of the Cross in Medjugorje, and they said, yes, yes, Heather, after you have seen this priest, you can go. There was nothing I could do about it. They quite literally picked me up and took me to the service when I said I would not go. I stayed at the back of the crowd and was happy enough to stay there praying the rosary along with everyone else. I had no intention of going forward at all. She went on to explain how she had been praying with her head bowed and her eyes closed when she suddenly realized that the prayers were going beyond the ten Hail Marys of the rosary. I wondered what was going on, so I opened my eyes to look around, saw everyone standing with their hands up. I did not know what was going on. Suddenly the crowd parted and this girl came through pushing a wheelchair, tears streaming down her face. I knew instinctively that she had been healed, and I sat in my wheelchair and thanked God for her. I did not feel resentful or envious. However, it reminded my friends about me, and they started looking for me. We went through the same argument again, that if God wanted me to be cured, it would have happened to me in one of the operations. But they ignored me and pushed me through against my will. I actually prayed for the ground to open up and swallow me, she recalled Heather. <laughs> she didn't want, wouldn't you say? Yeah. <laughs> she didn't want, <laughs> wasn't expecting a healing. She told how Father Rookie, how I came then over to her and asked her, name and why she was in a wheelchair. When, he when I asked her if there was any chance of improvement, Heather told me that the doctors had said there was none. So uh, then she relates, Father Rookie gave me his crucifix to hold and told me to look at Jesus. And for the next quarter of an hour, all that I was aware of was Jesus, 
and an intense burning heat. During that time, the people around me were praying the Hail Mary, but I did not hear them. Father Rookie and the people around me had their hands on me, but I did not feel them at all. Then I felt tugging at the crucifix, and all I knew was that someone was trying to take Jesus away from me, and I was not ready, so I did not let go. Maybe you would like to read some of the accounts, uh, since you are a lady and your voice would be more forceful than mine. Okay. That was when I became aware of the Hail Mary being prayed. I began to say it as if I knew they were saying it for someone and I was not helping. By the time I got the prayer said properly, I realized that it was Father Rookie who was tugging at the crucifix and I was having an inner debate as to whether I would give it to him as I wanted to keep Jesus but I finally realized that I had to give it back to him as he needed it to heal others said Heather after she had given the crucifix back to Father Rookie he asked her if she believed that Jesus could heal her and the answer was yes Heather remarked I believe that Jesus could heal me, but I just did not think he wanted. Then Father Rookie said, would you like to take a step in faith? I said, yes. Then he said, silver and gold I have none, but what I have I give you in the name of Jesus. Stand up and walk. She stood up, straight and totally painless, which was something I had not known since I have hurt my back. I had been in intense pain all the time since the accident happened. The pain was not there anymore, and I just started walking normally. I did not stagger. My leg had been wasted, and it was fine. When Heather returned home, she was reminded by the doctors, examined by the doctors. She recalled, I had x-rays done, and then they were compared with the ones that had been done in June. When I was told that nothing could be done, they were still, they were still the same. My spine is still crushed, and so it is medically impossible for me to be walking, but I am. Talking about her faith, Heather, who is married with a 17-year-old son, said, I always believe, but I was not pra uh, practicing when I hurt my back. I had plenty of time to pray that when I was in a wheelchair, and I wanted to practice then, but I could not because of my domestic situation. I lived in the third floor of a block of a block of flats and the only time I left my home was in three years was when the ambulance Lance, men carried me down to the ambulance to take me to the hospital all that time my faith did not diminish it grew
Heather also described what she experienced after Father Rookie blessed her, and she is lying in the spirit. It is like floating in the Red Sea, only it is above and below me, and it's very warm. It is not like being suspended in nothing. I felt completely surrounded, protected, and warm, and do not want to move. It is not like being unconscious. I could hear people walking, talking. People should not disturb anyone who is resting in the spirit. As they do not want to be bothered, you feel safe, secure, and loved. And you do not want anyone to pull you out of the state before it is time. A young man in London laid resting in the spirit for almost three hours. Heather sometimes receives the blessings from Father Rookie on behalf of someone else. And she told me about the first time she did this. I got the blessing for a lady in, in Bristol called Lane, Jamie who had a, a lot of medical problems. She was disabled and suffered constant pain. I had been staying with her, and on the morning I was due to leave, she asked if I would, would get a blessing for her, her husband. Then her husband told, her, told me not to bother getting a blessing for him, but to let to get one for his wife. I got the blessing for her, and it was about, the th about three weeks later before I was able to contact her because I had been traveling with Father Rookie. When I got to speaking to her, she told me that she was starting work on that Monday. I had been resting in the spirit a long time for Jamie, and I knew that she had been healed before I spoke to her. She counted back to when she was healed, and the date coincided with the date I had received the blessing for her, smiled Heather. The press, radio, and television coverage of the healing services in Ireland was overwhelming. The Daily Journal in Derry, County Derry, the Northern Constitution, also in the north of Ireland, and the Down and Connor Herald were especially wonderful in their coverage. Some people have been asking, well, what did happen in Ireland? And all I can say is to quote the prophet who foresaw what Jesus would be doing. And he said, the deaf hear the dumb speak, and the lame take a step in faith.
For almost five hours, Father Rookie worked nonstop so that everyone present was blessed. And quite a number of people fell into a relaxed state described as resting in the spirit. These people, when they received the blessing, laid back into the arms of one of the catchers who laid them on the ground where they laid peacefully until they were ready to get up. Addressing the large crowd that overflowed the Michael Davitt GAA Center, Father Rookie told them that the fact that some people had AIDS or cancer did not necessarily mean that they were sinners. Sometimes God gives us the privilege, certain people of us, that is, to help him in the saving of others. Some people may ask, why do we have a handicapped person in our family? Is this the curse of God? Not necessarily. Very often, the handicapped or the sick person in the family brings many blessings upon the family. He or she is suffering to save those in the family. These are the privileged ones whom the Lord has called to associate themselves in his saving of the rest of us. But of course, if we were all sick in bed or handicapped, who would take care of us? So most of us have to be healthy in order to take care of those who are sick. So the Lord wills that only the privileged few be sick and join him in saving the others. Our Lord in the Garden of Olives before his death prayed, Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me, yet not my will, but thine be done. We can thank the Heavenly Father that he did not let the cup pass, because where would we be then? We would not have been saved, because it is through this up this passion through the wounds of Jesus that we are saved. Great saints were invited by God to participate in his wounds, like St. Francis of Assisi, Padre Peel, they suffered, both of them suffered terribly. 
But most of our sickness for the rest of us comes from bringing it upon ourselves. And that is what we want to heal tonight. Even doctors tell us that we can be sick through our own unforgiveness. If I drink myself into the grave, I am abusing my body. Smoking or using drugs abuses our bodies, the, body, the medics tell us. If I do not sleep or eat properly, I am abusing my body. And so, in this sense, I am hating myself or hating my body. Hate takes on various forms. I can hate people. I can hate myself. I may never have forgiven or accepted myself. The Heavenly Father accepts me the way I am. But I have may have never been able to accept myself. Some of us hang on to the negatives in our lives, and this makes us unproductive, as we have not accepted the forgiveness of the Father. We have sinned, perhaps, and confessed it. That is it. Put it into the past. Carry on. We have to forgive and forget. We all need a good dose of Alzheimer's disease. I often ask the children, do you know who has the greatest case of Alzheimer's in the whole world? And the answer is the Heavenly Father. He not only forgives, he forgets. The psalmist assures us over and over, his love is everlasting. I often ask the children, do you know who has the greatest case of Alzheimer's in the whole world? And the answer is the Heavenly Father. He not only forgives, he forgets. The psalmist assures us over and over, his love is everlasting. And so we put our thoughts in this regard into a one-liner like my friend Bob Hope with his one-liners. We could put it into a short sentence like hate and be sick. 
love and be well at peace. Love heals. You can hate yourself and get cancer, for example. A Jewish surgeon out of Boston, Massachusetts, Dr. Bernie Siegel, treats his cancer patients by telling them not to hate and be healed. Love heals, and that is what many surgeons are learning and teaching today. To give a simple example, a child who is not loved, hugged, and kissed withers away, even dies. But a child who is loved, hugged, and kissed blossoms like a flower. In this life, before we get to heaven, we will never have perfect health. There will always be some pain, toothache, backache, you name it, in this life. But if you have peace, nothing else matters. Jesus and our Blessed Mother of Sorrows were able to suffer so much because they had peace. As a simple example, I recall in Birmingham, Alabama, a lady who came up to have her eyesight restored. I felt some sense of unforgiveness in her, so I asked if she had some hatred in her. She bowed her head and said yes. I told her that the Lord could not come into her if there was hatred. And so we prayed for forgiveness. And it came in the form of copious tears that started flowing down her cheeks. Then we prayed that her eyes would be healed. Many people cannot cry and they end up just like the ducks. When they fly upside down, they quack up, we say to the children, don't we? So this lady received the gift of tears, the tears of repentance and joy. And so her eyes then could be restored. Dr. Bernie Siegel 
his authority for the story he tells of the power of, of love to heal. A Jewish prisoner in Auschwitz during the Nazi time in Germany was sentenced to a flogging. He was stripped and then attached to a pole and the executioner began to flog him. His name was Jack Schwartz. Jack Schwartz fainted. Jesus appeared to him and said, you must forgive your executioner here. Jack Schwartz came too. He turned to his executioner and said those healing words, Ich liebe dich. I love you. Right before his eyes, that executioner saw the wounds he had inflicted on Jack Schwartz heal. An American priest, famous for performing healing miracles, has attracted thousands of, of people to masses throughout Ireland. It has been claimed that during the ceremonies, the blind see and the lame walk. Father Peter Rookie, a Servite from Chicago, began his tour of Ireland in July 1991. Thousands flocked to services in Belfast, Larne, North Antrim, and Tyrone, and other services in the south. Healings were witnessed, and according to the friends of Father Rookie, miracles really do happen. Reggie Donnelly from Dumeray, who coordinated the NI visit and has accompanied the priests on previous visits here, said that many people had received the gift of healing after a laying of on of hands. Two years ago in Ardoyne, Belfast, a seven-year-old was brought to Father Rookie, according to Reggie Donnelly the coordinator of his visit to the north of Ireland. This seven-year-old had a malignant brain tumor. Medically, says Reggie, nothing could be done for him. But after, he was completely healed. He continued, on another occasion, he healed a lady who had not left her house for 18 years. She had been suffering from agoraphobia. She came <clears throat> to a recent healing service and told us how she is going to visit her daughter in Australia now, Mr. Donnelly said. But Father Rookie 
does not claim to be in any way special and says he has no personal powers. I do not have the gift of healing. I just pray the Lord has the gift. Jackasses bray and we pray. It's simple. Ideally, we love to have the Blessed Sacrament exposed when the Holy Spirit is invoked and we lay hands on people. Jesus has only to say the word and we shall be healed. The power of God is not limited by time or space. At First, we must thank the Lord before we receive his blessing. As we say in Ireland, we have to give him a little blarney to butter him up first, and then we ask for his healing. During the meeting, he encouraged the place of God through hymns and a rosary. It is in the midst of this praising and praying, especially the rosary, that the healing takes place. It is a simple thing that the Lord is giving us. Speaking on suffering, he said, We as Servites are dedicated to our Blessed Mother of Sorrows, for it is to her that all, through her that all graces come. When people are seriously ill, I ask Our Lady to intercede to the Lord. If she asks Jesus, he cannot say no. Her word for him is command. Never were there two people who suffered more than Jesus and Mary. Through their suffering, we are healed. Suffering is a real calling for many of us. For many, it is lasting. Father Rookie added, Most of us are in good health, though, so that we can help those who are not. If we were all invalids, who would help us? Others are called to suffer. We, to help those who suffer. The Lord wants us to be healthy, but he chose sufferers also to be part of his passion, his suffering, so that we could all be healed in body and soul. And so there is and always will be those who are called to suffer like Jesus as part of the suffering Christ. He told us how many had been called to suffer, like Padre Pio, who bore the wounds of Christ, or St. Francis of Assisi. But many people, he said, brought on suffering through unforgiveness. And so, I, like Bob Hope, the famous comedian of his one-liners, would like to put our healing message into a one-liner. And that is, 
hate and be sick. Love and be well at peace. This, this is the message he preaches, be it at mass, on the telephone to the sick and elderly, or to a busload of American tourists who arrived at Mr. Donnelly's house hoping for an, an on-spec healing. With patience and unflagging energy, he does not appear to mind the constant petitions or phone calls or public appearances. God's work is so exciting, never boring. Before laying on hands, we usually lead those who have come together for the service in what we call the miracle prayer. If we pray this prayer from our hearts, something wonderful is already happening in ourselves. We experience Jesus. Let us pray it then from our hearts. Lord Jesus, I come before you just as I am. I am sorry for my sins. I repent of my sins. Please forgive me. In your name, I forgive all others for what they have done against me. I renounce Satan, the evil spirits, and all their works. I give you my entire self, Lord Jesus, now and forever. I invite you into my life, Jesus. I accept you as my Lord, my God, and my Savior. Please heal me, change me, strengthen me in body, soul, and spirit. Come, Lord Jesus, cover me with your precious blood and fill me with your Holy Spirit. I love you, Lord Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I shall follow you 
every day of my life. Mary, Mother of Sorrows, Queen of Peace, Saint Peregrine, the Cancer Saint, all you angels and saints, please come to my aid. Amen and amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord let his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look kindly grant you his peace and his healing blessing. Blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, through the prayers and merits of our dear Lady and all the saints, come down upon you.